Blog Talk Radio. From Brooklyn, New York, home of the New Jersey Nets, it's Blazing Rye Radio. Tonight on the show, hip-hop artist Princess Guess, plus rapper and the son of the king of stage, Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown Jr., featuring guest co-host Tamika, Leave Your Bobby Doll at Home Kid, and now, Justin Bieber's future first husband, Ryan Holmes. Good evening, everyone. It's May 27, 2013, Memorial Day. Uh, tonight on the show, we got a great one, Princess Guest and Bobby Brown Jr. But first, it's time for that Blazing Ride panel with my special guest co-host, Tamika the Broadway Medic Kid. Tamika, how are you? Okay, how are you doing? I am doing fine. Uh, Tamika, did you ever watch Arrested Development when it was initially on? Uh, I may have. I'm not quite sure. I, I think that was the years I was working graveyard, so I don't know. You worked in a graveyard? No, I was working the graveyard shift. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the, uh, the the show came back. Um, you know, I didn't really get into it when it was on the air, but I got into it yeah. as many people did on the DVDs later. Uh, and yeah. uh, yesterday... Arrested Development Season 4 came out on the Netflix, and um, it's it's pretty unheard of that a show goes away for like six years and then comes back on the internet with a whole new, uh, I mean, with with a whole, you know, whole new episodes with the same exact cast. Uh, What do you think about it? That is interesting, and I know a lot of people were thinking that Netflix was going to crash, what, yesterday? but everyone was Mm -hmm. watching it, so apparently it didn't crash because otherwise we would have a whole different story on our hands. Um, But I will say this, what TV is doing, which is kind of smart because even direct TV, you can only watch, well, I think at least what I saw in Los Angeles, you can only watch Damages, which is a show that is just, it, it makes my skin crawl, but I can't help but watch it. You can only see like the new episodes on Direct TV, unless you What's have this? damages with Glenn Close uh, and all those other crazy people, um, which is a really good show. But it got canceled off of FX, so they put it on Direct Direct TV, have their own network, and they picked it up. So right. it's weird. It's nice to see that shows that networks think won't make it. And then they, you know, they get picked up by somebody else, and now they're like, oh, well, wait, we want it, and it's too late. Because, yeah, they do have a following, and people want to see it. Well, I say thank God for DirecTV for uh, what they did with Friday Night Lights a couple years ago, where Mm -hmm. NBC had this incredible series, Friday Night Lights, that is my favorite show of all time. Um, And they they did the first couple seasons on NBC, but then the ratings were so bad. Um, that, uh, but the show was so good that it needed to go on right. somehow. So what they did was they organized a deal with DirecTV where the show would premiere on DirecTV during the regular TV season, and then like halfway through the TV season it is when it would go on NBC. Um, and if it weren't for DirecTV, you wouldn't have had some of the best television I've I've ever seen, uh, which happened on on that show. So yeah. Well, let's just say Damages is an incredibly good show. It's one of those shows that almost makes, I shouldn't say almost, it will make your skin crawl at how devious people are, but you also realize how truthful that can be. And the same with Netflix doing this with Arrested Development, apparently. I have not really been a fan of that show, but, you know, if I can, I'll catch up maybe if I have the time. But congrats to them. And to a lot of my friends who uh, were so sad that NBC took an axe to so many different shows and didn't know what they were going to watch in between 
throwing bongs out of the window, so now they got the rest of the development to watch. <laughs> yeah, the you know. rest of the development was excuse, by excuse me, bases out of the window. That's oh. what I wanted to say. <laughs> well, well, how about that girl? Uh, Amanda Bynes has lost, seemingly lost control of herself and her life. So and I don't mean what, to make light. On? I don't mean to make light of it, but a lot happened. A lot happened. And... You know, here in New York, we know our doormen, door persons, but they're usually men. Our doormen are on the up and up. So for them to kind of get involved and say what they saw, but it's typical NYPD where they go to look for something and they can't find nothing outside because it's shattered. I, it, mm-hmm. You know, okay, whatever she threw out the window, supposedly. <laughs> You know, and I think, you know, Michelle Kenny, who you've had on the show, she made a very good point recently that she didn't, her family would come and get her no matter what the financial situation was about or what was taking place. So obviously somebody needs to come check on the chick because that is not normal behavior. So I don't know. Not at all. And she's posting all these. Every picture that she posts of herself is a self-taken picture, which makes me think she's been abandoned by family, friends, you name it. Yeah, and that, and that that's the sad part of it. The crazy part of it is, you know, you hear, okay, supposedly she threw a, as we call it in California, a water pipe out the window. Out here it's bong. Everywhere else is bong. And then they can't find it because the thing shattered, and now it's a vase, and now she's out on bail. So we don't know what I don't know what what is going on with that. It sounds sketchy, especially up around there at forty eight. So you know, a health kitchen. So we don't know. At this point, we don't know. I just want to say that I'm getting phone calls in my ear from somebody that clearly has the wrong number because this person's been texting me these sweet nothings, and I have no idea who it is. Uh, and and then wow. the person had just. You know, cut into our airtime just now. I'm sure you, the listeners could hear that where there were some pauses just now because the damn phone sound. Uh, so I, I don't know who this person is. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. Um, but as Michael Jackson said, leave me alone. Um, they're they're sending you sweet nothings? Yeah, I don't know who this is. <laughs> and I'm afraid to discuss it any further. Uh, also. Okay. Uh, my my internet keeps cutting out, so you know, fuck you, Time Warner. And uh, if Princess Guess is waiting on the line, you know why. Um, so hopefully, it, by the time she calls in, it's not a problem anymore. You sure that's um, not her? No, I'm sure that's not her. Okay. Because this person has said this has said his or her name, and it's not Princess. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Let me let me ask you something, Tamika. If you have, um, if there's a, a man who has who goes out of his way to like post a Craigslist ad to hook up with a female, a transgender female person, and this man hooks up with the female, the female has the breasticles, but she also still has the penis. Um, and then that man insists that he's 100% heterosexual. Uh, do you think that that is the case, or must there be some level of homosexuality or bisexuality to that as well? Are you asking me seriously, or are you joking with this question? I'm seriously asking because okay. uh, you know I've just well I, the I've first heard thing that comes to like mind that. is the the first thing that comes to mind for one is the crying game. The movie, mm-hmm. which was absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I really, I don't really care what consenting adults uh, do, as long as no one is getting hurt or, or laws are not broken. So I don't, I don't really have an opinion on that. I don't, I don't really care. I guess. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah, I, I mean, really I, I don't. I, I really. But, you know, as a straight woman, someone would come to me, what if he found out that your guy was doing this? That's a different story because that's another conversation. You know, if you're committed to each other, then that's Mm -hmm. cheating either way, you know? 
Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. don't, I don't, I just that people people get off how they're going to get off. But as long as everyone is on the up and up, consenting adults, and no one is being harmed, then you know. But what what are you doing on Craig's killer list anyway? What's, what's going on? <laughs> I'm not asking for me. Oh, um, okay. What if also the other thing about this is, say this man has only ever <laughs> been intimate with with women before, yeah. and now all of a sudden he's with this person, but she has a dick, and that doesn't seem to weird the man out at all. Wouldn't that at least be something? I mean, I don't understand how it doesn't at least – I don't know how there's no sort of different sort of feeling about it or whatever if there's a, this new uh, appendage involved. I, I, don't, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to answer that. I, I, really, I really don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. I don't I, – I, I don't – know how to politically be political correct in answering that besides saying what I stated before, as long as people are above board, consenting adults, nobody's getting tricked or fooled into anything, you do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, well, I, I, I really, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, because, I mean, there's, you've got, I mean, you just, you, I don't know. It doesn't really seem like an issue. It doesn't. I mean, if you uh-huh. if you know what's going on, then by the time you get to that point, you should know what's what's what. You would hope, you know. But is that that that's just not cool if you're trying to fool some. Don't don't be um in your most intimate moments, or you want to be intimate with someone. The the last thing you want to do is be secretive about that, because that's like a betrayal of trust, because you are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That's all. So I don't anything like that. Like I said, if you're consenting adults and you guys know what's going on above board, then do your thing. But but, but otherwise, that's not really an issue. If someone's being fooled, or they have gone specifically after a transgender person or something like that. Then, hey, mm-hmm. God bless. Do do what you're gonna do. You know, you go you going after guys. Do what you're gonna do. You going after girls. Do what you're gonna do. I but if you're trying to trick someone, that's <laughs> where I have a, a I do have a problem with that. Don't that's try where to you trick nobody. Okay. Yeah. All right. Don't, let's don't, don't let's try move on. Our, yeah. our, let's move on. We'll get back to this after the interview. But our first guest. No, I don't want to. It's called the grand opening. Please welcome to the program. Hip hop artist Princess Jess. Thank you so much. Well, Thank hello, you. hello, hello. Hello, Princess Guest. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? We're doing all right. Um, yes, our, we are. We're in the middle of a very strange conversation, so I'm glad to deter us from that. And yes. let's talk Thank about you so your, much. your let's talk about your new mixtape. It's called The Grand Opening. Uh, what can people expect to hear on your new mixtape? Well, this mixtape was something for everybody. Anybody, if you female, you male, any age. And it's about, you know, living life mm-hmm. and being confident about it and have a little bit of swag with it at the same time. So that's what you can expect. You know, you said if you're, if you're male or female, that's along the lines yeah. of what we were just talking about. Uh, what, if, what if you're both? <laughs> well, if you both, it's, it's for you too. It's not discriminating okay. against anybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, if you like it, you like it, and I love it. So <laughs> nice. Um, and you are from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Does that mean that you're a big Hanson fan? Um. <laughs> well, hey. I, I support. I hey, listen. I support anybody that is from Oklahoma. Um, you know, we're kind of under the radar. So if you've done your thing and you've come out and you've been successful, I applaud you. Right. And the well, you know what? I wanted to say that. I wanted to say that. My my mother's family's from Tulsa, Oklahoma, so as soon as I saw oh, that, wow. I was like, well, this girl's cool, so here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, there you go. 
the, the music that has come out of there traditionally has been more along the country, Dane Garth Brooks, Toby Keith, Carrie Underwood. Um, what, do you think that you're going to kind of break the hip-hop mold out of Tulsa? Yeah, I would love to be a part of that movement. Um, eventually, the way the market is now, there's so many good people who are rising. Like, our hip-hop thing is more stronger than ever, and, um, you know, and I'm a part of that. So I just plan on keeping it going and, and keeping that motivation to be able to, to rep for our state and amongst our other local talent as well. So hopefully somebody makes it out, and that way everybody will now know the sound of Oklahoma and kind of rep for the Midwest. And how are you and your family and friends doing with the the tornado? Is is everyone okay? Yeah, everyone is okay. Um, fortunately, um, it kind of simmered down before heading this way. Um, but unfortunately for those who are hit and more, you know, my part and my prayers go out to the family. And, um, you know, it, it got pretty bad. But fortunately, um, by the grace of God, we're, we're all safe, so. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Um, yeah. So we mentioned that you might break the hip hop mold coming out of Tulsa. Who are your, who are your hip hop influences? Um, a few. I like uh, your Ti, your Jay Z's, of course. Um, I was huge and still am a huge Tupac fan. Um, I like a lot of the the new artists that come out, like Meek Mill. I love Meek Mill and Wale. The whole MMG camp. Um, Coke Boys, you know, the whole French Montana movement, you know, they all inspire me because they're all grinding and it's like they show a lot of love and it's like a new wave of music and so I just plan on, you know, kind of riding in my own lane for being part of the club. Mm-hmm. Do you know that I used to not like T.I., but then he came out with Paper Trail and it's still one of the best albums I've ever heard in my life out of any genre. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was rocking with T.I. ever since he came out with what I'm serious. Um, so I was a fan from the beginning. But his growth and his, you know, his music now is, is better than it ever was, and he's doing pretty good. So. Yeah. And I understand yeah. that you come from a blues background. What blues artist did you listen to uh, growing up? Yeah, actually, funny that you say so. Um, holidays, uh, you know, Memorial weekends, Christmases, like Thanksgiving, we all gather over my grandmother's house, and her favorite type of music is, is like gospel and blues. And so we listen to a lot of Bobby Blue Blends and Johnny Taylors and B.B. Mm. King, you know, growing up. Sure. And so I kind of had that bluesy and that soul kind of feel. So in my music, you're not just going to get, like, the party, the swag. You also get, like, emotion and blues and very heartfelt music as well. Do you think that those early blues influences come across in your hip-hop music? I believe so. I believe so. Mm-hmm. It's only uh, inspired me even more to kind of tell a story in a different way and to kind of bring something different to, to the sound, to create who Princess Guess is. Heard that. Tamika, I, I hear you chomping at the pit over there. Oh, I'm sorry. It's cool. No, it's, oh. it's cool he's, he's talking to me. Um, it's cool that oh. you're from the Midwest in Tulsa. Now, I'm yeah. just curious, with having – the Oklahoma City uh, basketball team, have you explored trying to get some of your music with any of the stadiums there? Um, Actually, yeah, I have a few connections. Um, At one point, I kind of lived in that area of Edmond, and um, I used to go to a lot of the games and met a lot of people um, who was either part of the organization or the Chesapeake Arena to where when my album was finished and I had a complete product, I would be able to use those avenues and those okay. connections. Yeah, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm utilizing every bit of them what I can, and, you know, and uh, big ups to the Thunder. That's my favorite right. team. We didn't make and, it and this that's year. what I'm saying. Okay. Kevin Durant is known for doing or helping out the community that he's in. So just because right, you're in Tulsa doesn't mean that he, right. you know, he can't reach out. But it would be awesome to hear someone from Tulsa, you know, have their stuff on national stage, on the, on the more national stage, I should say. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Definitely. Um, I want to make sure that we play some of your music before I forget. Can you tell us a little bit about your song, Bass in the Trunk? Oh, okay. So Bass in the Trunk is a collaboration that I did uh, with Jace Move and Tux, and um, 
talk about, you know, about a female and, you know, guys like to show off and they love cars, of course. They they soup them up and they dress them up and all that good stuff, you know, and it grabs our attention. So it's about, I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so we're going to play bass in the trunk. We'll be right back with Princess Guest. Here we go. Bass in the trunk should be playing momentarily. This damn time warner to me, guys, swear you know. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? The internet is down right now. The switchboard is not working. So let's. I'll play that after after we do this. Uh, so, <laughs> Princess, That's you started right. writing by uh, poetry, right? How old were you then? Um. Uh, well, uh, starting very early. I think the first first grade. I um a class project. I wrote a book, and um and the way I wrote it, it actually came out pretty good. You know, and uh, and ever since then, I would always write and jot things down, and then. As I got a little older into my high school days is where I really started doing more poetry, you know what I mean? So I took those English classes, and it was, like, one of my favorite subjects. And so I just learned how to write and how to express the feelings and all that in in poems. So I started, you know, very, very early on. Oh, okay. And then that kind of morphed into, did it get more and more musical as you kept writing? Yeah, it did. Um, Once I went to college, um, a lot of people that went there were like pushing music and actually and actually trying to make something of it. And so when I, I moved from Tulsa and I went to Edmond, I went to UCO, I actually seemed like, wow, like I could really turn this into something pretty big and I can actually do this, you know, as as a career, you know. And so I started dealing with a lot of people and, and started turning them into uh, to songs. So I started writing more songs and putting together albums and stuff like that. Gotcha. I think we're ready to go. Here's bass in the trunk. We'll be right back. I like the boys. I like the boys with the bass. I like the boys. I like the boys with the bass. I like the boys. I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys. I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. Yeah, sitting in the bins and the make your pussy thump. Hair blowing in the wind in the Mary Kay pink dress. Headed to the green, getting money on never stop. So one way. They flop, met a nigga named Eddie, one five, beating down a lot. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass. I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. Yeah, sitting in the bins in the make your pussy thump. Hair blowing in the wind in the Mary Kay pink dress. Headed to the green, getting money on never stop. So one way. They flop, met a nigga named Eddie, one five, beating down a block. He was in the old school, six four, Chevy, left his sauce with your spaghetti, and he said he'd take the four up. He don't roll his window up, he closed the curtain. Hey, so, feel like I'm going surfing. I'm the showroom floor with a full curtain. Pull up in the guinea, guaranteed I'm flat. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. When it comes to the fast cars, I got in the store. Beamers, Benz, and Bentley, 9-11 Porsche. Hustle and green Bugatti, all back at the Rosa. Parking side to side, I call it Batman versus Joker. Man inside, I got the Lotus. Stick out flip-flop, hey. Color changes like my girl. Mood, I call it too. I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys, I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I
in the trunk. Uh, I know you love to ride. I know you love to ride. You love to ride with the brakes turned high. Uh, I know you love to ride. I know you love to ride. You love to ride with the brakes turned high. I like the boys. I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys. I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys. I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. I like the boys. I like the boys with the bass in the trunk. From the Sea Styles, Team Mark and director of Cold Boy South. You're checking out my girl. It's official. Guess the Princess, the grand opening mixtape. Ready for business. Oklahoma, stand up. Midwest, stand up. Down South, stand up. East Coast, stand up. West Coast, stand up. Well, I think the East Coast is standing up for you right now. Princess Guess, that was Princess Guess with bass in the trunk. Um, yeah. So... Princess, you your bio says that you are different from any other artist. What do you think separates you from the rest? Yeah, I mean, I just have my own story to tell, for one. Um, you know, everybody's situation is unique to them, but yet at the same time people can't relate. So I have a story to tell, and I'm going to tell this story, and that's what separates me. And at the same time, you know, I just have fun, and it's, it's, it's energy, it's sexy, it's confident. You know, it's what makes me. So, you know, I ride in my own lane. I like how you said that. You riding in your own lane, energy, (laughs) and sexy. That's what women need to always keep in mind. Sexiness is always about confidence. Right, exactly. You have to exude confidence. Yeah, thank you. And uh, your bio also says that you've had to get over some roadblocks and detours on the way in your career, what would have been some of the uh, issues that you've experienced so far? Um, well, well, one of them, the main one, since it's, it's Memorial Day, was the passing of my brother. And rest in peace, it's Memorial Day, and so I had the opportunity to go and visit him. So when that happened, it kind of threw me off. It, it, it took me to a place where I had to take a break from it all and, you know, and reflect on life itself and kind of therefore you know, my family. So that was one thing. Um, and But the, another main thing that is specific to women, you know, you have these situations where it's not always easy for a woman in this business to kind of get a fair opportunity because sometimes it's always other motives that you have to pay attention to. You know what I mean? It's, it, it, a lot of times personal tries to get in the way with the business and you, you just can't, can't do that. So that was another hurdle. But once I kind of learned the business and 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 um, paid attention, and I was mm-hmm. able to kind of continue on and pick it up where I left off. Okay. Um, did did your brother was your brother uh, in a war? No, he was not in a war. Um, he just mm-hmm. passed here, so he he wasn't part of the, the armed services or anything like that. Um, but he was just. Um, you know, a bad situation that happened, and, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. he's no longer here. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, sounds like you've uh, kind of picked yeah. up the pieces. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to be strong, and I have a, a huge family support system, and uh, it never goes away, but you just you just have to continue to live, and you, you make the best out of it, and you don't allow things to be in vain, and uh, so that's why I really stay motivated, and I stay grinding, and 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 because of that, I won't stop. So you know, it 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 allowed me to to be stronger. So. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the uh, one of six and Park tour in San Diego and what it meant for your career. Yeah, um, it was one of the major uh, showcases that I had ever done. Um, it was something that I submitted for and was chosen to perform in San Diego. So me and my mom. My mama Jer, <laughs> my best friend, we hopped on a flight and we went to San Diego and there was a lot of artists that were there. Um, and the competition was if you win, then you get to perform on Wild Out Wednesday um, and be in that competition. So it was a kind of a big deal. Unfortunately, I did not win. Okay, I was crushed. I almost cried. You know, <laughs> we won't tell nobody. But um, but it was my first it was my first look at at what I needed to do. Um, I'm one who I can take criticism, and uh, I took it and I, I I went home and I I did what I needed to do and now I'm here. So now was this part of the major label talent showcase or is that something separate? No, that's something separate. And actually, the good thing about that is 
I had my first showcase at 106, and I didn't win it. And then I had my second major showcase because there was people labor up from, like, Universal and Death Jam, um, and I actually won that one. So I was like, okay, I made up for the first time that I lost, and I actually won the most recent one. So that was a pretty big deal. Well, you know, this is reminding me of when uh, Tamika and I were younger and we used to watch 106 and Park and the hosts of that, I don't know if you remember, but the hosts of that used to be tolerable, affable people. And, right. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yes. And I saw one night, it was at some awards show, and Terrence, the, one of the, the you know newer, I don't think he's on anymore, but he was one of the newer, not-so-good hosts. He was, like, dancing right next to Free. <laughs> and so then I tweeted, and I tagged Free in it, and I said, like, what, what is she doing dancing with Terrence? Blasphemy or something. And then it got me in trouble because she tweeted back at me, and she was like, why wouldn't I? That's my homie. Oh. Yeah, no good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely see, changed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, And I see sure. that AJ is on extra now, and he's, he's too talented for that hogwash. Um, but let's get back to you. So you uh, uh, also, you've played shows around the country now. What's your favorite city? to play in so far? Ooh, that's a good one. I have to say my hometown. My hometown is my favorite place to perform um, only because it's a different kind of energy. And you really fight for your hometown love. Like, it's not really given to you. Like, I can go to, mm. I've gotten so much love from New York, it's ridiculous. And, and, and I'm not from there. Like, the love I get from New York is, like, I don't know what to say. But every time I go to other places, like, you really get love almost instantaneously because of, you know, I don't know what it is, but at home, they're a little bit more harder on you. So when you perform here, you really get love, and people actually are rocking with you. You know, that's the best feeling. So my favorite place would, would be my hometown. Okay. And where would you like to play that you haven't played yet? Um, uh, uh, international. Like, I, I want to go internationally. I, of course, I want to hit some of the states here, of course. Um, I haven't been, I haven't done a major show in New York yet, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, did one in Virginia. I did one in Miami. I did one in San Diego, uh, Dallas, um, of course, here. So New York and, uh, and a couple other places here, but I want to travel internationally as well. Are there any places in particular, like London, Paris, Tokyo? Yeah, London. You want to go shopping? Mm-hmm. I somebody to take me shopping and give me some, <laughs> you want to give go me some clothes and bring me back some shoes or something. Yeah, I'd love, wow. to. I'd love to explore a different culture, but, yeah, absolutely, London. Mm-hmm. Got you. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your song, Click, and we'll play that. Uh, Click was a remix that I did. Um, of course, the original uh, song is from Kanye and Big Sean and uh, Jay-Z, and so I put my little spin on on click and it's really about you know my family and my support system and my click so uh i did a little remix to it all right here she and, is. I got a, and i got a yes. video i got a video to that one too on youtube so if you go to um princess guest i guess the princess uh click freestyle you can watch the video to that one as well okay all right i thought this sounded familiar no wonder it's a remix all right so this is princess guest with click and we'll be right back with princess Did it go out again? Hold up. Oh, my God. This <laughs> oh, is I'm dragging that. Well, I'm, I'm going to be on the horn with Time Warner tonight. Um, it's a way. <laughs> Sorry. Princess, well, it's, I, it says it's plain. Um, Tamika, I hear you chomping at the bit over there. No, I just, at Time Warner, I know the difficulties that you're going through. But um, in regards to our, our guest here, do you know the venues here in New York that you would like to uh, possibly play at? I really don't know. I don't, I don't know a lot of the venues there. Um, but I mean, I know clubs people. That I'm sure you could pop off at, and that would be tight. I, I would. I, I would love to. I would absolutely love to. Like I said, that's one of the places that I wanted to visit anyway, whether I perform or not. But to right. perform but so, here, too, and you can go shopping. Be, you can go shopping out here too. You don't have to go to London to go shopping. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> well, we can keep we can halfway keep our American dollars here. So. Right. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, 
you've also appeared on some other mixtapes lately. What, who else's mixtapes have you appeared on? I'm showing some hometown love to my boy Cash Kane. Um, he did one, uh, Dreams Never Die, and so I did uh, about two songs on, well, two or three on his on his album. And then uh, Dorota Great, uh, Rhoda Gray, he's also from the town, and I did one for him. And Jay Smooth with the bass in the trunk, uh, his album was The Flight Plan, so I did one on that. And I did a couple. I get sent so many features, um, so I may appear on more too soon, so I'll be uh, posting about that on, the, on my new ones that I'm going to be releasing. Anything you can tell us about them now, or it's hush-hush? Uh, for now, it's hush-hush. Because I want to get the final okay. bit. Because sometimes they'll be like, oh, I didn't even put your verse on there. <laughs> so I don't want to be like, I'm on the album when they took me off. But I doubt if they do, but you never know. So when it's official, then I'll let y'all know. So if y'all follow me <laughs> on, like, Twitter or Facebook or something, then I'll keep you posted. And to follow you on Twitter, it's Princess Guest one right? Yep. Okay. Uh, and you, your bio says that you never fall short of the status quo. No, of the stat quo. Does that mean that you're taller than the rapper's stat quo, or does that mean that? <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I'm taller than – I don't know because I wear high heels, so I don't know where my heels are and what that is. But, no, um, that's just basically <laughs> from a female. You know, it's they, they, they're a little harder on us, so you really have to exactly. show up and show out. You know, you can't come with no – you no know, weak bars, and you can't just be talking about sex all the time. You gotta, you gotta hang with the big boys. So what I meant by that is that you know I, I do my thing. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I go harder than some of these dudes out here. I'm just saying, I'm not too cocky, but I'm just saying it is what it is. So I have to do that in order to compete and to have longevity. You know what I mean? So that's what I meant by that. I've never heard Tupac used as an adjective before. Tupac. You, you never heard you have right. to. That's no. That's an, uh, being from California, especially Northern California. That is an adjective. You, uh, I, someone in the dorms one time told me that I went Tupac on somebody, and I was oh, like, okay, right. which was okay. I didn't go all the way, but I they didn't step to me ever again. Right. I, I was also. I was yeah. I, I think I I think the word that I used was like, well, what you got to say, partner. And the way I said it, <laughs> that was it. And they were, and then they were like, "Oh my God, Tamika's upset." So no, we're not doing that. She's about to go Tupac on him, and I was like, "Okay, here we go." So, but no, that that is an adjective. That is an right. adjective. <laughs> so um, before we go, uh, and we'll try to get that song planned soon, as soon as the internet comes back up. But your mixtape uh, grand opening—you mentioned this a little bit before—it's said to be. For all the females who possess will and self-assurance but have fun and live life while they're doing it. What does that mean exactly? That means um, I try to be a representative for the females who are confident and they have their own self-assurance. You don't need anybody to tell you hot. But when you look in the mirror, you know you hot. So I represent for that person because I have that type of confidence. Like, I don't care what you're saying over there. This is what it is, and this is what I believe. And so I think every woman should also possess that, you know, and to gain that empowerment. And so I try to represent, you know, for that. So I'm a little cocky, but it's not bad. It's just owning what I like in myself and what I love and not caring what anybody has to say about it. So if you feel the same way, then you'll love the album. Well, those are all admirable qualities. So follow her on Twitter at PrincessGuest1. And is there anything else you want to plug, promote before we go? Uh, let's see, Facebook, Bianca Princess Best, Instagram, Guess the Princess, Dat Piss, go get the album, you can download it, the grand opening, and just be looking out for more stuff from me or whatever, and um, it was a pleasure talking with you guys. Pleasure was all Princess, right. Thank I'm you trying so to much. find you right now. I'm trying to find you right now on, on Instagram. I'm going to come up okay. as F U. I'm going to come up as F-U kid, E-F-F-Y-O-U-K-I-D-D. So okay. You'll know Okay, me. cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Princess Jess, thank you so much for joining the program tonight. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Take care. Have a good uh-huh. night. Bye. Bye. Uh, Tamika, this is uh, we a problem. five minutes to get the Internet going before our next guest calls in, so I hope... 
Time Warner, the Time Warner gods are on our side here, but they're probably not because of all the, you know, shit I give them. What well, was the last thing that you said? Were you upset with them that they, do they have a reason to try and shut you down today, or? They just, well, absolutely. Uh, they, I mean, it wasn't today, but I had the whole fake Time Warner customer service representatives on. Remember? Today. No, no, not today, but it was on the okay, show. Okay, so they hold the gr- so then they hold the grudge. Yeah, I think so. Oh, no. And it's it's been like this all weekend too. So now I thought it was like just a temporary problem, but I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's, it's 8:40. We got until 8:45 to get it together for Bobby Brown Jr. Bobby, if you're on the line, um, just hang tight, and we're trying to get the Internet back working. Uh, Time Warner Cable's the devil. So, uh, Tamika, did you once say that you were in on camera in a certain type of movie? No. You did not no, say no, that? No, no, no. No, okay. not me. I'm always behind the scenes. It's always post-production or part of the production or just... Uh, behind the scenes on stuff. I I'm not the type of person to be on camera. I think what you heard was that I lived near a gentleman that produced porn and I was going to help him film some stuff until I found out that it was porn. Maybe that's Well I what thought you didn't you wind up on camera in one of those shots? Like on like the accidentally or something? No, my no, my resume was with him. No, not accidentally. Come on, I wasn't trying to do boogie nights. I'm sorry. And I was out there. I was out there in the valley. Every every street and scene they shot out there for boogie nights, I know exactly where they were, and half of it was up the street from me. But no, I I I was able to save myself and not do that. Cause where that was, was this getting password? Really special. Well, that was. Boogie Nights was more Sherman Oaks, Studio City, where I lived. So, mm-hmm. no. Chatsworth is the porn capital of the world, and we know this. But Boogie Nights, the movie, was filmed more in, in the valley where that's closer to, like, what people know of L.A. So that's, like, Sherman Oaks, Studio City, um, Woodland Hills, stuff like that, but not... Chatsworth, you, you're going to be on the freeway for a minute. <laughs> what you is know, that Sherman one o- area of North Hollywood or Studio City? It's like uh, Vineland Universal. and Aquafina or something. Aquafina and Vineland. Isn't that a, some sort of intersection that's, there? That's, that's North Hollywood, Hollyweird. That's North Hollyweird. But that is a great area over there. Highland? Oh, excuse me. That's Universal City. That's a, that's what that is. Cause Highland, Vineland and some, Aqua Vista or something. Not Aquafina. That's the water. <laughs> Burbank, maybe? No, nah, nah, no, not I Burbank. Think, it's like it's where like all those actors move to. That's Studio City. Yeah, yeah. It's a great area over there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's a, it, it, it used to be a nice area. Um, now it's, it's still a nice area. It's just, um, you know, overpriced. That's all. Um, yeah, I, I heard that. I used to live in, in Burbank, um, and, uh, worked in, first I worked in West Hills, which is what, even past Woodland Hills, right? And then, uh, and and then I always knew something was up about that area. I knew something was off, and I think it's because there was the pornography being shot around me. And then you got the uh, after that, I worked in West Hollywood. But of course, at the time, I never took advantage of working in West Hollywood, which uh, I I really wish I did at this point. One of the major regrets of life. I don't. If you live in the valley, like that, working in West Hollywood, the you know it, it's. You spend most of your time in the car, even if you do know the canyons, depending on if UCLA is in session or University, you know, University of California, Los Angeles. If UCLA is in session, 
then the west side's going to be jacked either way. But if you know Coldwater Canyon, which is what I lived on, or if you know the one further west, Beverly Glen, then you can commute pretty easily throughout uh, Los Angeles. That's why a lot of people live out in the valley that work in the business, as they call it, um, because a lot of the studios are in the valley. But if you have to go to the west side, if you know the canyons, you can get through fairly quickly. Otherwise, you're spending all your time on one of the worst freeways in life, which is the 405, after you've mm-hmm. dealt with the 101. And it's just not – It doesn't make for a pleasant existence as a human being. And I, I, say, I, mean, I, nah. say, and I say it. I say it just like that for a reason, because I dealt with that, and that's all right. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that, but let's move on. We'll get back to that. Our next guest is the son of the king of stage, Bobby Brown, and a hip-hop artist in his own right. Please welcome to the program, Bobby Brown, Jr. Hi, guys. Hey, Bobby, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Good. Doing all right. Um, so you also go by a different name, right? Yeah, I go by King Jr. King Jr. And what, the significance of Jr. Now that I realize how it's pronounced, I guess it's because of the junior, right? Yes. Gotcha. Okay, because before I, I was saying Jr. Jr. and stuff. So <laughs> no, wrong. it's Jr. Gotcha. Um, now I heard through the grapevine. Don't quote me on this, but I heard that you may be working on a big reality show. Is there anything you can tell us about that? Um, I can't really. T- I'm working on something. It's in the. It's in the work. It's in the. Uh, it's in the process. That's all I can say right now. In the process. Okay. Well, we'll be looking forward to, to that. Um, and you are going to be at the BET Awards this year. Are you uh, performing, presenting? What are you doing? Um, no, I won't be per- I won't be performing. I'll be um, um I'm just attending this year. Okay. Well that must be exciting. Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I wanna you know, I'm looking forward to the performers. You know, I love I love to perform myself so I always like to see performers on stage. Is there anyone that you know is performing that you're looking forward to seeing? Um, no not yet. I haven't um heard of who's performing at the um theater awards yet. Gotcha. Um, so do you, speaking of performing, do you have any, uh, tour dates coming up? Um, I do have some tour dates coming up. That will be, um, announced on later terms. Okay. And, uh, you are, uh, the, the CEO of Gold-Blooded Music Group. Um, yes, you have, yes. uh, some music coming out yourself on the, on the label. Um, what's yes. it like to be an artist of the label and the CEO of the label at the same time? Um, I think it's great because I love working with other artists. You know, I like um, I like working with other artists. I like seeing other artists collab. I like seeing other people win. So it's great to be a CEO of a team because I like to I like to lead, and I, I can I, I can lead to a winning team definitely. And I like working with everybody that's on my team, and um. I got a mixtape coming out, Champagne Nightmares, and actually the producer on that mixtape is on my team, Go Blood Music Group. His name is James Worthy. He goes by the name of uh, Jay James, his producer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when is the mixtape dropping? My mixtape is going to be dropping probably around midsummer, maybe August, like at the beginning of August. I don't have a date yet. I got a... Um, out my video first. Okay. And um, do we know what song the video is going to be for yet, or is that under wraps yes. now? I have a single. It's called Praise It Be Allah. Okay. Praise It Be Allah? Yes. Okay. And that will be on the mixtape? Yes. All right. And you will be on the mixtape. The video online or on on it? Because now it seems like online is the Major way to debut videos, huh? Um, I'm not. I'm not really going for online. I want to go big. You know, I'm. I'm thinking everything big. I already did the online thing, and it just wasn't for me. Now I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking bigger now. Like MTV, BET. Uh, 
Yeah. Thinking big like okay. that. Okay. Cool. Uh, Tamika, I hear you chomping at the bit over there to ask Bobby a question. Well, I'm curious, uh, what is the genesis, obviously, of the song that you're going to be premiering? What is the genesis? Yeah, that's just the, you know, the rationale and the uh, reasoning by the, the song that you're going to be premiering. Why the title is Praise to Be Allah? Yes. Um, I think everybody should be, you know, living at their highest aspect in life. I think everybody should win. I think everybody should be kings, you know. I think everybody should want to win and be the greatest they can be. So praise to be Allah would be like praise to be godly. And that's what I'm going for. Nice. Okay. Going big. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much. And and, uh, your father, of course, uh, Bobby Brown, what's it like? What was it like growing up um, as the son of this this R&D king? It was like any normal kid growing up, except I just got to go on tours and see my father perform on stage, just like a, a regular kid. I imagine you were a regular kid, but constantly surrounded by famous people, though, right? Um, yeah, but you know, I don't really take that. I don't really take that to the head. Mm-hmm. I think famous people are just like everybody else. I think everybody else just. I think the paparazzi just put famous people as something, something else. Then I think famous people are just people who display their art and talents. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right, so it sounds like you've managed to uh, ha- maintain having a good head on your shoulder, um, yes. on your shoulders. And your bio says that you are the heir to his throne. Do you agree? I'm the heir to his throne, by namesake, but I'm going for my own lane. And he was the king of R&B, and I'm just going to be the king of what I do. He's the king of what he does. I'm the king of what I do. Right, right, right. King Jr. Um, and you yep. plan on mastering the art of collaborating genres. How do you plan on doing that? Um, I sing and I rap and I write all my music. And um, on the mixtape, you guys will see. You, you guys, will, you guys will see okay. the collaboration um, that I do between rap and singing. What genres do you plan on bringing together? Is like rap, pop, rock, that sort of thing. Everything. Everything, all in one, just going for gold. Everything, yep. Because uh, I've been holding out on this mixtape for a while, so I got to go big because I just have to. That's just my mindset, so I'm going to go big with this mixtape. Well, you know what they say, go big or go, what's the phrase again, Samika? Go, go big, or go, big go. or go home. Go I mean, big, and I home. understand that. Exactly. Yeah, go big or go home. So exactly, I understand baby. that you are trying to make a mark for yourself in the music industry, much yes. like your father has done. Yes. Okay. Um, Kudos for that. Your bio talks about the refreshingly unique sound that you plan on creating that you think will evolve through generations. What, is, what does that mean? That means um, that means my music, like when I like my ballads, my my, my ballads are like I don't know. I think my ballads are like world music. I have like a lot of world music. But it's not gonna be on this mixtape. I got an EP coming out after this mixtape. It's gonna be called Rhythm and Bobby, but it's gonna be R and B. You feel me? So the, the oh. mixtape is called R and B, but it stands for Rhythm and Bobby. Oh, okay. I see. Rhythm and Bobby. Now, well, do you sing too? Do you sing or huh? do, you, do you just rap? Do you sing or do you just rap? No, I sing and I rap and I dance. Oh, so you got the whole triple threat thing. You're like, you're like Drake. He said, "Not in a wheelchair." And no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with. like Drake. I'm not like Drake. <laughs> I'm not like Drake. You're not like Drake. I'm Fair coming enough. for the top. I'm coming for What'd the top. Say? I'm coming for the top. Oh, you coming for that number one spot? Yep. Well, That's as me. they say, go big or go. What's that phrase again? You think I keep forgetting? Go big or go home, baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I already yeah. know. <laughs> um, and people can follow you on Twitter at KingJVXRE, right? Yep. 
Okay. And I had to cool. I had to say Jr. like that because someone else has the name King Jr. You know, but I'll, I'll get that situated oh. real soon. Did somebody steal your name? Yeah, I don't know. Someone had it before me, but they're not really, you know. Well, I didn't really know they had it before me. I just called myself King Jr. Got and someone else has the name. Ooh. So you mentioned that you sing, you dance, you rap. Who were some of your major influences growing up? Um, my first influence, obviously, would be my father. But just as much as my father, Michael Jackson, I remember, like, you can, I can, I can, I have videos, visuals, like videos of me as a little kid just going downstairs in my living room with the Michael Jackson hat looking on the TV when it was Christmas time, the Michael Jackson special that always came on, and I would just do every single dance move, and I taught myself how to dance. So you you never took a dance lesson? Nope. Nah. I mean, especially at that time, who needs them when you when you got Michael right there? And do you think that uh, in terms of the the rapping, who influenced you a lot? Rapping, Jay Z's my Jay Z's my favorite rapper, and uh. One of my 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 father's great friends, uh, Styles, he influenced me definitely in rapping, and my my uh, cousin Yachty, definitely. Oh, okay. Uh, so, on your uh, Gold Blooded Music Group, uh, you're obviously managing other artists as well. Do you have um, other projects coming up for for other artists as well? Yes, I have a um, I have an artist named Ugly Ugly Boy, and you, I'll, I'll explain his name after I, after I say what his okay. name is. His mixtape, his mixtape is called "God Don't Like Ugly." Mm. Okay. And his name is Ugly. So his, his name basically stands for, everybody should just like, should like spread the love, basically. Everybody should spread the love, and that's what his his name Ugly stands for. Spread the love. Nah, like that's what like, that's like that's what his like message is basically. Oh okay. Yeah. What's what, the name? Ugly? What's the name? What's, that, what's that's the what name the message with the name Ugly is. That's why he called himself Ugly. Oh okay. Got you. Um, so that's another mixtape. Yes, that's his mixtape coming out. And what else you got? Um, that's about it right now. Okay, so you're focused on. Ugly, you said ugly boys. No, no, no. I, I, I have my mixtape coming out, but he has, I have his mixtape coming out too. Yeah. So ugly and your mixtape. His mixtape uh, is coming out. His mixtape is coming out tomorrow. Oh, okay. And then yours will be out. We think July, August, right? Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, and now you're the first single that you're gonna release. Uh, will you come back? on the show and premiere it here? Um, I might be able to do that. I can see where uh, i got to talk to my manager about that. <laughs> okay. Um, that would be an honor. Uh, Tamika, oh, what do you got over there? You got a question? Well, I, I, one, I would like him to come back and premiere his song, but uh, also uh, we've talked about the musical influence that his father obviously has had. Is there any other artist that really has influenced this particular track and music that you're trying to pursue, or are you just doing this on your own? I'm really, there's no reason why, like, I feel like people think I'm just doing this because of who my father is, and that's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I truly love music and I love the art, if that's what you're asking. Yes. Yes, sir, that's what I was asking. Thank you very much. No problem. Uh, There's really nothing more important than that. You need people who truly love their art form. That's, you know, that's the power of art and how art changes the world and stuff. So uh, kudos to you for for, uh, following through on your passion, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, this is uh, King JR, Bobby Brown Jr. Uh, Now, you can follow him, as I said, on Twitter at KingJBXRE, and we'll find out who stole your name, and we'll go after him for you, all right? Hey, there you go, popping. <laughs> All right, Jr. Thank you so much for joining the program, sir. All right, no problem. All right, take care. Have a good night. All right, 
That was Bobby Brown Jr. Tamika Kid, how you doing over there? Good. How are you? Good. I'm doing all right. Um, now, let's just let's just would you, we should like call Time Warner on the air right now. You know, I mean, no, I would totally I do it if it weren't illegal. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. No, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Why? No. What's the worst that could happen? No, I don't know. No, 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 no. All I right, so I that. promised Princess Guest that I would play her song, so uh, let's. I think we have the switchboard working again. This is Princess Guest with Click. We'll be right back with Tamika. What are the dollar you murder for? Is that the one fighting for your soul? Or International wig worldwide. 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 Uh, official ENT <laughs> Grand opening Alright uh, Ain't nobody fucking with my click Click, 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 click And ain't nobody fresher than my motherfucking click Click, 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 click And when I look around They don't do it like my click Click, 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 click And yeah, you know this niggas Yeah, they want the They want the Stepping in the pad, diva by getting money, yeah, we got that in the bag. Ain't nothing fake about us, cause we gave them both the act. You ain't even got an ass, we got each other's back. Now, if you ever try this, then you see how we react. It's me and my buddies, and my bitches, and my bras. Now, you know who we are, cause we them superstars. Uh, what up, Cole? What up, Shell? What up, Nene? What up, T? What up, Black Barbie? And everybody knows me. I'm the guest, aka the trophy. Yes, that's a horror oh. story. Oh my god! Into the woods I is a horror story. 
Yes. Into the Woods is Listen. not how it, I thought Into the Woods was a fairy tale how the motherfuckers up in uh, the Upper West Side live. And then I found out that it was all about uh, fairy tales that we all grew up on, and they're all horror stories. So, no, thank you. Then that means Marie Kemp did a terrible job of directing it at Syracuse because I had no idea it was a horror story. <laughs> but that's all right because you know what? I went out of my way to see her shows, and she said she wasn't coming to my show even before she could even figure out a way to see my show. So it's all good. So, yeah. Yeah, it's all F- good. You. Just yeah, tell exactly. her not to end up like Sweeney Todd in a, in a meat pie. <laughs> in a meat pie. <laughs> With rhubarb. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, Tamika. Bye.